0: Hello, everyone, and welcome into CrushTheStreet.com. I'm Kenneth Amanduri, and I'm joined today with Patrick Yip. He serves as the Director of Business Development at AtMEX. Now, if you've been in the precious metals community for any bit of time, you've probably come across them. AtMax is like the largest bullion dealer in the world, and the first one that I've ever came in contact with, I bought my first ounce of gold. Through max many years ago. And, you know, it's kind of a, a close to home special place for me, you know, because it, obviously precious metals have changed my life. It's, you know, it's a philosophy, it's a thinking, it's opened my eyes to, you know, governments and, you know, how the government is running and Austrian economics and just so many things, you know, gold and silver. And I, I think we're still in a really exciting place For precious metals, especially going into 2022. So I'm excited to be talking to Patrick today to get that boots on the ground. What's going on in precious metals and what do we think might happen in 2022? So um, Patrick, thanks for coming on the show with me today.
1: Hey, thanks for having me on, Kenneth.
0: You know, for people who don't know you, uh, please give them a little bit more of a A background on who you are and, uh, you know, how you got involved with Precious Metals and AppMax. I mean, we were kind of having a discussion before the show here about that. And I I think it's uh, really interesting. You were a customer before you uh, joined the team at AppMax.
1: Yeah, so uh, to start, I'm the director of business development at Atmex and OneGold. For those of you who don't know Atmex, I'm pretty sure everyone knows who the company is, but um, we're one of the largest online precious metals retailer. We've been in business for over 20 years, uh, done over $15 in retail sales to customers, over 2 million customers, um, over 25,000 products in stock. Uh, I've been with the company for over 11 years. Um, I've held various roles in merchandising sales, project management, marketplaces, and now business development. Uh, my mo- most recent position is I'm managing the company's fastest growing platform, which is OneGold, which is a company that allows users to buy, sell and trade and redeem vaulted positions of gold, silver and platinum. Um, and in, in its first year, three years of existence, OneGold has processed over 650,000 or 650 million, sorry, in transactions A little bit of background about me too and my personal life. So um, it was back in 2008 and I saw that, you know, everyone's 401k became a 201k and and everything crashed. And I said, something's something's wrong here. So it got me to look into basically the economy, how how everything works, got into Austrian economics. um, And then I said, hey, maybe I should own some of these precious metals. So I bought precious metals way back then. Um, And then in 2011, joined Atmex. So it was kind of aligned with my interest and I've been loving it ever since.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, maybe you're as confused as me as as to what might have happened over the last decade. I mean, we've seen just the most epic bull market in general stocks. And, uh, you know, I think after 2008, I, I wasn't expecting such a move, but I guess that's what you can expect when you have trillions of dollars thrown at the system assets are going to go up. And we've seen that being reflected in stocks. And, you know, what's interesting now in 2022 is, you know, I think there's a statistic out there right now that says, you know, the NASDAQ has a third of its companies down 50% or more uh, right now, you know? And I, I don't think the general indices are reflecting what a lot of the actual companies are dealing with right now. Uh, But it's a pretty big correction that we're seeing in the markets that are being held up, uh, at least the general indices, by the big boys, you know, Apple and Tesla and and some of these ones, Microsoft. Uh, So, you know, let's talk about that a little bit. You know, let's talk about the general stock market and kind of what are your thoughts on on this?
1: Yeah, so I guess, first of all, no one knows exactly where the market's going to go. The market knows more than any of us. But what I like to do is I like to look at history to say like, what can history teach us about the current situation? So as you and your viewers probably know, you hear the stat that inflation has at a 40 year high. Um, and that means basically we haven't had these inflation levels since 1980. Um, so I look back to say, hey, what, what did the economy look like before 1980? So I'm gonna walk you through a little bit of a history lesson shows, shows, shows how it corresponds to today. Um, So let's go all the way back to the 1960s. So 60 to 1965, the economy is booming. The S&P increased over 50% in five years from 60 points to 90 points. Um, And I know it sounds like small numbers these days, but that's what it was back then. And inflation was running at 1.3% and no one cared about it. So it kind of sounds a lot like the past 10 years. Inflation was relatively mild. Stocks are rallying. Everyone's like, hey, the world's good. Um, So go a little bit forward to 1965 to 1974. So inflation began increasing, and these numbers are according to the CPI. Um, So inflation hit 3.8% in 66, increased to 4.7% in 68, 6.2% in 69, 8.3% in 73, and finally to 12.3% in 74. So the Fed realized that it obviously has an inflation problem. You see inflation increase year over year, the fed responded by increasing rates by one from 1.3% all the way up to 13% in 1974 a crazy number if you think about that today if the fed increased rates to 13%. so i think you know that that to me looks like uh, like a, it, it corresponds to what we're seeing today inflation's picking up so what did the s&p do the s&p actually declined by 26% from 1965 to 1974 so despite all the inflation Uh, People still lost nominal purchasing power on the S&P, but then when you factor in double-digit inflation, they lost a significant amount of purchasing power by investing in stocks. So that's one inflationary cycle. Another one happened in 1976 to 1980. So inflation began ramping up again. You had 4.9% in 76, 7% in 77, 9% in 78, and 13.3% or 13.3% in 79 and 14.8% in 1980. Um, So I guess if you look back at the 60s, you're like, well, what's going to happen to stocks? Well, stocks during that period from 76 to 80 increased by 4.3%. So about 1% a year, basically flat. Uh, Meanwhile, you had double digit inflation. So you had a a massive erosion in purchasing power. So I guess kind of long-winded answer to answer your question, if history repeats, and I'm not trying to make a prediction, no one knows what the future is going to do, but we're likely to see stocks flat to maybe down in, in this next inflationary cycle.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's interesting to to try to even make those co- correlations either, right? You know, and and I agree with you. You know, you have to look at what has happened in the past, but it also we're also in an unprecedented environment. Like we haven't seen anything like we've seen before, you know, the lockdowns and you know, who would have predicted, you know, half the world is in their houses locked down with stocks going like this. You know what I mean? And like if you would have explained You know, this pandemic situation, trillions of dollars being thrown at the system, I would have expected gold to go up a little more. Um, But at the same time, I'm seeing what's happening right now with stocks correcting and gold is being so resilient through this. And, you know, we are in that rising interest rate environment and I'm pretty optimistic about what we might see in 2022 Mm -hmm. because of that, as you know, we get that baseline, that new base for gold to just take off from. I have to believe that, you know, we could be looking at what could be the, you know, the hottest sector in the market. I mean, I I know I'm kind of a permable, but I I do believe that, you know, I don't know where else to look that can be as exciting as gold in 2022.
1: Yeah, it's actually interesting that you mentioned that. So actually, if you go back to the history, when inflation still started, when it started ramping up, there was a couple of years that gold actually did not respond. So people said, okay, this thing, what's going on with this? You would expect gold to be an inflation hedge, but a a couple of years passed. Um, Going back to those both those periods too that I mentioned, so 65 to 74, while the S&P declined, gold actually increased by over 460%. So from 35 to 198 um, and then going back to the 1976 to 1980, you saw a similar thing when inflation started picking up. It was a little gold was a little, little slow to react, but it started at 103 in 76. and hit 850 in 1980. So, um, which is basically a 720 percent increase. So, I expect I expect that if, if history repeats, we may see something similar.
0: Yeah, no, that's really cool. So, you know, in general, what are your thoughts on the Fed and in the current situation? It seems like they're dealing with such a volatile situation. I mean, you know, uh, uh, an angry child, if you will, or or uh, a train that's coming off the rails. I mean, it's just such a, a, a balance. I mean, a, an airplane that lost one of its engines, you, you know, just some completely uh sensitive volatile situation that anything you do will have dramatic consequences and we are seeing that i mean you look at what happened in 2018 you know they tried to raise rates a little bit and the stock market corrected 20 percent and we are in a correction with a lot of these stocks and you know what, what what can they do without you know they don't have room you know they're trying to raise but they don't really have room to do anything and so uh what are your thoughts
1: yeah, I think the Fed's in a difficult spot. Um, going back to in the 1960s, it took the Fed nine years um, to tackle the inflation problem, and in then in the 1970s, it took five years. So, if you look at, currently, we, we're seeing inflation just start to spike up in 2021. So, the, it's actually interesting. At the beginning of 21, inflation was only 1.4 percent. It kind of ramped up gradually, um, hit about five percent mid-year, and then it hit. It ended at seven percent at, at the end of the year. So, looking at it, you know, if you assume 2021 is the first year of inflation, if you look at history saying it took five years and nine years to tackle the last of inflationary cycles, we could be in this cycle for, for until 2025 or 2029. Um, once again, just history repeating itself. I, obviously, I don't know the future. Um, I I really think the Fed's in a bind. Uh, If you don't increase interest rates, you risk uh, high inflation. We saw double-digit inflations in the 60s and 70s. Um, The Fed could go that way if they want, or if you do increase interest rates, um, I think you risk destroying the economy. Um, You look at what inflation's running at last year, last December, was at 7%. Okay, so how do you solve 7% inflation? Either, you know, maybe the supply chains and, and COVID restrictions turn back to normal and it declines. I mean, who knows? Time will tell. Or maybe the Fed has to increase rates to, let's say, 8% to tackle this inflation. But an 8% Fed funds rate means probably a 9% uh, 10-year treasury and probably north of 10% for a 30-year mortgage, which I can't even imagine the housing market or the car market with 10% interest rates. I mean, that, that thing's going to crash.
0: Yeah. yeah, I know. It, it It's almost like, is it possible for things to stay as is? but as we know, we almost need more and more of it, but the, at some point, how much more stimulus can they come up with? We've, we've seen negative interest rates, you know, when they're actors, actually a negative yield from the, you know, these governments and, you know, that was kind of an unthinkable experience. And I mean, who knows what's going to happen here, but um, you know, talk to us about the negative real rates on in the environment and how that affects gold. Uh, because I know the concern is that we're going to have higher interest rates and that should be bad for gold because maybe money will get pulled from gold to go into you know bonds and people will chase interest and yields. But that's not necessarily uh, the full story when it comes to how gold responds to a rising interest rate environment.
1: Yeah, it's interesting when you say that. I think a lot of economists think that as rates go up, gold's going to decline and their thought is that investors would rather own treasuries or something that pays a yield instead of owning gold, which basically sits there and doesn't earn a yield. Um, I think just looking back, as I mentioned, from 65 to 74, gold increased by 460% from 35 to 198. Um, It kept on rallying until what happened in 1974. So the Fed was actually determined to solve inflation then. So inflation hit a peak of 12.3%. The Fed's funds rate at that time got increased to 13%, so which is, once again, just hard for me to believe or hard for me to picture a, a rate that high. Um, gold then responded negatively and fell by 50% in 74. So it kept on rallying until real interest rates turned positive. Um, and then once again, from 78 to 80, gold increased by over 700% from 103 to 850. And I think many of you guys will know, so Paul Volcker, the then Fed chair, increased rates to 20%. When inflation was running at 14.8, and then obviously gold responded negatively by correcting from its 850 peak. So, I, I expect that gold will continue rallying until the real interest rates are positive. Um, and as we mentioned earlier, inflation's at seven percent, the Fed funds rates at 25 basis points right now, so well in the negative territory. Uh, not until that is fixed, either by a rising interest rate environment or maybe due to, to COVID restrictions um, easing up and, and the supply chain getting back to normal. But not until r- real interest rates start becoming positive do I expect quote, to really have a significant correction.
0: All right. So I, I want to know about what's going on. Boots on the ground. You know, how are things on the physical a bully inside, you know, and what's interesting is we've seen what happened with lumber. We've seen what happened when the car market with shortages. I mean, you know, I, I I have a, I have a Mercedes and, you know, we paid for a kind of a nice car. You're supposed to have uh, some decent service uh, where they pick you up and then they, they, they give you a loaner car. You can't even do that anymore. They don't even, it's like nice things are not even as nice as they were before because of all of this mess. I mean, uh, there's not, there are no loaner cards or if it, there's, there is, it's like two months out. So you really can't plan on actually getting your car serviced in two months. And anyways, it's just like, everything's a big mess right now. But what's more interesting to me is what is happening on the physical bullion side with the COVID uh, just meltdown we've seen in our economy.
1: Yeah, so the last couple of years have been uh, very interesting, un- unlike anything I ever expected to see. So first of all, with COVID, you had the supply chain stressed, um, which led to product shortages. Um, and then next with the metals drop in March of 2020, where silver was actually at 12 bucks, which I bought bought some at silver, bought some at, at $12. Glad I did, wish I bought a little bit more. Um, demand spiked through the roof. Um, so what, what this has caused is basically a shortage of supply and an increase in demand. Um, So we're seeing premiums at kind of levels that we have not seen um, in in a long time. I I, I don't even remember the last time premiums, if ever, were this high. Uh, And just to give you an example of what this means, so Atmex is an authorized purchaser from the U.S. Mint. Um, Normally, we would buy Silver Eagles, and this is a normal environment, not today. Uh, We would normally pay $2 over spot for a Silver Eagle. However, the U.S. Mint can't produce enough coins for us, so we're having to source these coins from other wholesalers and dealers which is pushing our costs well north of our original OEM cost from the mid. Um, and then with a company like Atmex or any bullion dealer, we just make a small spread on, on our product. So what we do is we're saying, hey, our costs are X. Hey, we got to make a, a small thing of X plus a little premium. And that's how we make money. Um, all the metal is hedged so on right now. So it's, it, we don't really care what Spot does. But right now you're seeing Silver Eagles at like about 10% over spot, which to me is just insane because to me, I want to I want to speculate on the price of silver going up and not on the, the price of premiums going up. So you'd hate to say, hey, silver is at 22 bucks today. You're paying $32 for a Silver Eagle. And then maybe silver goes up, maybe silver hits 30 bucks, but your premium went down from $10 to $3. And you're like, well, you made the right call on silver, but you made you made the bet, bad bet on, on premiums. Um, so it kind of leads me into um, what I'm doing and what a lot of customers are doing with this is um, they're looking to a service called OneGold, which is a subsidiary of AppMex. Um, and OneGold is actually selling silver at uh, about one, per, one, to, one to 2% over spot. Um, so a lot of people are, are getting into OneGold so that they have exposure to silver. And then when premiums return back to normal, they're redeeming this metal for actually their silver eagles, silver maples, whatever, whatever they want. Get into One Gold a little bit if, if you're Me interested. Too, in hearing yeah. about that. So uh, One Gold is is a newly formed company, a three year old company owned by At- actually formed by Atmex and Sprott. Um, so what what One Gold is is it currently has agreements with different vaulting companies around the world. So we have agreements with Brinks, Loomis, uh, Varel Canadian and CNT and Atmex. Uh, we then source metal, so we 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 buy these um, big bars, so 400 ounce gold bars, thousand ounce silver bars, and store it in the various vaults. Uh, we then list the metal up on one gold for sale um, we actually won't sell metal that um, we don't own So uh, during the silver squeeze time in, in in early 21 we actually had to pause metal because um, metal was not available which is kind of a whole different story uh we can get into that in a second um, when metals owned by when metal is purchased it's owned by the customer so it doesn't appear in one gold's balance sheet um, premiums are attractive like i mentioned so since you typically own part of a larger bar of gold sold at 80 basis of points over spot, silver between one to 2% over spot, um, and platinum for 3.7% over spot. All the metals insured against theft and loss. It's regularly audited. Um, and if you want to take possession of the metal, um, which is what a lot of customers are doing, you could actually swap your positions in one Gold and redeem it for any of the 25,000 products available on Atmex. Um, So kind of high level of what OneGold is doing, like I mentioned, we, we're seeing a lot of customers um, who like physical, but they said, hey, I want an exposure to this, but I don't want to pay insane premiums right now due to COVID, which you have to imagine will go away at some point. It's just whether it's going to be in six months or a year or two years.
0: Yeah. So what are your thoughts um, on silver then? You know, and so I, I want to switch gears a little bit because silver honestly is where I feel like the leveraged upside is. and But it's been the most demoralizing area to be in when it comes to the precious metals market, because, you know, it's, it's still below $30. It's still, you know, less than half of where it was in 1980. Uh, so, I mean, really, it's been a rough place to be nominally, you know, over the past many years. So uh, what does silver need? And, you know, what, what are your thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, so I think right now, um, to first start with gold, I, I think just looking at history, gold is going to typically rally first. Um, and we're kind of in the the situation, I think we're right at the point when inflation is starting to ramp up. Obviously, we just saw it ramp up last year. I think this looks like a lot of what happened in the 60s and 70s, where you're going to have inflation run for the next several years. Um, gold's initially going to probably do do lag a little bit, just like what it's done in history. And then you'll see gold start to rally um, and then typically, what happens when gold starts a rally is silver tends to rally after gold, but makes a much more dramatic move. So, like if gold increased by ten percent, silver might increase by twenty um, and, percent, and so on. But I think what what you need to happen is, is first you need to have inflation, which we're certainly having right now. Um, you probably need to have rising rates, which is what what happened in, before. Um, where the Fed tries to tackle inflation, so you'll see gold rally. And then I, I wouldn't be surprised to see silver rally um, bigger and faster than what gold does.
0: And what a, what's a realistic expectation for silver in your mind? I, and I, I don't want it to be a prediction, but you know what, one of the things I used to say, people used to have, talk to me, ask me about Bitcoin. I'm like, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to 50,000. You know, that was when it was, you know, 10,000, 5,000, you know, I used to say, and, 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 I'll, and, you know, obviously that makes me look like I'm a genius again. I'm not trying to like pat myself on the back. Cause I've been wrong on a lot of things, but, uh, you know, not a prediction, but what is realistic, you know, to, to you, to see silver do going forward here.
1: That's a hard one. Um, with any prediction, it's, 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 I feel like you're bound to be wrong what at some point. What would you be
0: happy but... with? I guess like, you know what I mean? Like what would be like, what's realistic, you know, in the next Couple years.
1: So, so going back to those numbers we looked at earlier. So gold made its last most recent low in, in 2015, around ar- around 1050. And I'll start with gold. Then I'll go into you know what what we could see with silver. So gold hit a low around t- 1050 in 2015. If it sees that 460 plus percent increase in the 1970s or that 725 percent increase in the 1980s, and a big if, no one knows if history is going to repeat, that means gold could reach between 4800 and 7600. Um, in the next inflationary cycle. And once again, this could be five years, it could be nine years if you look at history. I'm not saying it's going to go there tomorrow or or even ever, who who knows, right? Time will tell what what it does. Um, And then you look at at something like the gold silver ratio. Um, where typically what happens when the metals rally, um, the ratio goes down, meaning that that the price of gold divided by the price of silver is, is less. I think it lasts, what is it, during the COVID times, it hit about 120, and, and it's been as low as, let's say, probably about like 10, 10 to 15. Um, I don't know if it's going to get there. I, I think the 120 was an extreme. I think even the 16 or 10 is, is maybe extreme. But let, let's say it gets down to, to, to 30. Um, I would not be surprised to see, you know, whatever the gold price is, let's say the 4,800 or the 7,600 divided by 30 or something like that is, is probably where I would say silver could end up. Um, once again, no one knows history. So I'm just making, making a, a prediction, but time will tell,
0: right? That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I, I tend to think that we could see a Bitcoin style move in something like silver you know, if gold really does have that move. And I know that's, it's a little bit crazy, but I wouldn't be surprised. And I mean, again, think about how crazy everything else has become, you know, real estate, you know, the stock market, crazy lockdowns, trillions of dollars. I mean, think about it if I would have said, yeah, we would have, we're going to be seeing trillions of dollars of, you know, uh, of spending, you know, back in 2008, you know, in 2022, you know, like, The way we're spending money now, only 15 years ago would have just been crazy. And so uh, the precedence is there for crazy things to happen. And the thing is, is the metals have underperformed the craziness all around us. So having said that, you know, there's a big move of catch up that needs to happen uh, just to get on par with everything else and that's where i think a lot of the opportunity is
1: yeah i i definitely agree
0: patrick um i i really appreciate your time i mean if there's anything else that you know you'd like to mention or uh, that we didn't get to you know obviously one gold atmax anything about the economy i mean if there's anything other any other thoughts that you'd like to share please do that because you know again we really appreciate your insight and you know, your expertise and uh, just taking the time to be with us here at Crush the Street. Sure, yeah, one more thing I want to touch
1: about, One Gold, I know a lot of your audience, and I, I'm certainly a believer in owning physical metal too. I actually own physical, I started with physical. Um, I definitely recommend everyone own some physical. Uh, but what we're seeing and sometimes our larger customers too is, is, you know, maybe you start with physical, you have a couple hundred dollars, it becomes a couple thousand dollars, it becomes tens of thousand dollars, maybe it becomes a couple hundred thousand dollars or maybe north of a million dollars. Um, At some point, people start getting worried um, and and we're seeing certain customers like that too, where they're like, hey, I don't want to hold a million dollars in in gold and silver at my house. Um, They they start worrying about theft, they start worrying about natural disasters, a whole bunch of things start, they start worrying. So like you, you initially meant to protect your wealth and now you start worrying about your wealth, not due to the government, but due to other things beyond your control. Um, so that's why we, we have a solution, um, obviously, at One Gold, and, and we like to have a solution for everyone. If you like physical, that's great. We'll gladly sell you physical. I don't have any problem with that. We'll we'll gladly, we'll gladly take your order. Um, but for cer- certain people, One Gold is, is a great option too. And, and I I certainly own both. I, I have physical. I own One Gold. Um, as I mentioned too, the premiums are, are are relatively low on One Gold compared to that at Max. A um, couple other things too on. on on um, one gold too is we have this um, ability called auto invest, which you could actually set a set dollar or ounce amount and make regular purchases. Um, so for even some of the smaller investors who say, "Hey, I want to put hundred dollars in the gold," well, unfortunately, that's hard to do in the physical space because you're going to get a gram or two, which is not going to not going to really do much. So what you could do is you could actually set a dollar amount and a, a, an interval, let's say every bi, bi-weekly, every month or so, on, and let basically dollar cost average into gold. So an interesting stat. If you look at the past fifty years, so gold's average ten point nine percent return, and that silver's thirteen point four percent. If you invested four hundred dollars in in gold, let's say ten point nine percent, let's be conservative for thirty years, and you got a ten point nine percent annual return, you'd have one point one million dollars. So, kind of an interesting thing that allows people to save in gold um, is uh, through One Gold's auto invest program.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Well, there you have it, everyone. Uh, 2022, the opportunity in gold, the opportunity in silver. You know, do your own research, but, you know, take a look at what's going on around you. You know, the markets are melting down. Uh, Gold is holding up. I really believe that gold wants to go higher here. It's my instinct. I believe there's a lot of precedence that shows us this. There's a lot of catch-up that needs to happen. And I really can't think of another market to be more excited about uh, than the precious metals market here going forward in 2022. So Patrick from AtMax One Gold, thank you so much for coming on the show with me today.
1: Hey, thanks, Kenneth. Um, just one last thing to check us out on appmax.com or onegold.com. Uh, we have both mobile apps for both companies in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Um, I actually have a little coupon for Precious Street listeners, too. So if you log on to OneGold, we offer a coupon uh, $5 off a $100 purchase with the coupon code STREET5. And if you make a $5,000 purchase, um, we have uh, a coupon STREET100 for a $100 purchase off a $5,000 purchase
0: on OneGold. Thank you so much. That's greatly appreciated. We'll have the links in the description area.
1: Great. Thanks, Kenneth.